show going yes sir let's all uh grab a glass keep off the grass keep off the grass especially mine right now because it's got some toasty spots <laughs> no rain well i know i lie you got a little bit on father's day that was nice that was a nice reprieve but up until that point no rain that was pretty funny how you were saying Father's Day, you can't mow, but you wish, careful what you wish for or whatever. Like, your yeah, exactly, you know. That is true, though. Like, you know, when it is raining every day, every day, you're like, man, I need to get a mowing. Like, and then, but I haven't had that problem this year. Not one time have I had that thought where it's like, shoot, I wish I could mow because I wish it just would rain. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been definitely dry, but. Then all of a sudden we'll get like three inches and then we'll go 10 days with nothing. And then we'll get like an inch and a half Then we'll go 14 days with nothing and like two inches. So, I mean, it's, it's good for, you're getting the numbers, but like, it's, it's not good of like how it's, you know, like I'd rather have you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. More consistent. Like on those, those big heavy rains, you're probably not really going to get a lot of that's just going to get washed out. You know, you can't you can't take it all in. So it's like, oh, that that sounds good on paper. You know, you can you know you can see, oh, we've got this many inches, but really, that one time, you'd rather get a few less spread out for sure. Well, you know, and like to me, like I so I, you know I, I pay attention to the weather quite a bit, and honestly, like I wish in my job I could be wrong that much, <laughs> yeah, and, and still have a job and like still be able to do that, but like. You know, there's so many times, and already this year, but in the past, where I'll get up and I'll be like, "Oh, like I'm not gonna do this today because it's gonna rain," or "I'm gonna I'm gonna put this down because it's gonna rain tonight." And so, like, I'll I'll put something down, and then of course it doesn't rain, and then it's like, "Well, now I have to water or whatever it is to you know water it in." But actually, Saturday here a couple days ago, it was the opposite. It was I woke up, it was like supposed to rain at like 11 o'clock all day long. And it was like 9, 30, 10. I looked and it said three. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, I mowed. And I got my mow in and all that. And I look and it says, well, it's not going to rain until seven. So at this point, I'm like, okay, it's not going to happen. So I fired up the sprinklers at like 10 in the morning and started watering. I was like, you know, I'm going to get a good water in and hit it pretty good. And, and then, uh, yep, about 11 o'clock at night, it just thunderstorms hard. And we get like, you know, an inch and a half, two inches of rain. And I'm like, dang it. Like, you know, so then. You know, I go ahead and put all the water down, and then it turns out and rains again. I'm like, gosh, there's 50 bucks on my water bill I could have <laughs> saved. You know, I tried that the other day. I washed, I washed both cars. I'm like, all right, now it's definitely going to rain. No, nothing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, you made a good point about um, when you apply something and then it doesn't rain, and then you, you're forced to water, and which is true yeah. because um, – like, I mean, you could suck up that fertilizer for sure. Um, and I've, I've recently was actually just in this position where, um, I applied fertilizer and then, yeah, it didn't, I didn't get rain for a month and I'm like, damn, I just pushed 30,000 square feet. I don't have irrigation. Yeah. So, um, after I gave it like a week and then I, I gave it a good little watering, but that's the only watering I've done just to get a little bit on the fertilizer. But, um, 
That's why I yeah, like the slow release, the more kind of biosolid type fertilizers where there's less of a chance because I don't have irrigation. I try to time it up like you guys are saying before rain, but then when the rain doesn't come, I don't, I'm, I'm so lazy. I don't want to have to have to go out there and like irrigate or get my shit spread around and move around all of a sudden. So if, if it's more of a slow release where it can sit out there without, you know, burning the lawn as much as something more synthetic, um, that's half the reason why I like the, the slow release stuff anyways, because I know- well, I don't have irrigation, but like with my, my, my problem, is like if I put it down and then it doesn't rain, I don't get any water for a week. I'm going to have to mow again. Well, and that's true. Mow, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm, I side discharge, even if you mulch, it's probably going to, you could suck it up and spin it around there. Or if I I'm side discharge and I can spit it out, which I feel, I think I did that one year and I kind of had some stripes. Um, if I remember. But, <laughs> oh, really? That yeah. Bad? It was, it, huh. This was like before I even had an Instagram, but um, <laughs> But yeah. So Papa Mozlo just made a comment and said you got a they got a call from the water company saying they have a leak. Mm. So we got <laughs> my wife gets that call and she got it last week and she literally asked him, she said, Can you just put a note on her account that like says like at this time of the year, don't worry about our water bill going up because this is Stripe Life's cause, house. Because so. my, my husband irrigates and you know and all that. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, it's gonna happen. But I did learn that our city you can go and rent like a meter from like the water division mm-hmm. and it's like 25 bucks for two weeks. You put it on your spigot and then that saves your sewer cost. So like doing the math, that'd be like a hundred bucks a month. And I think yeah. that would save actually like it would probably save me probably 200 bucks a month. And But the bad thing I told her, I said, if I do that, I'll probably want to water more. If that's you know if that's the case, yeah, you just kind of like, guys, guys do that for. <laughs> but they if you figure you know, get pools. more bang for your buck, yeah. yeah. Well, there, yeah, there you go too. All that stuff. Same, yeah. If if I ever get irrigation, I'm getting a second meter put in. I, I looked it up. It's like 300 bucks from the city. You have to install it yourself or have like a plumber guy do it. But you know whatever the cost, it's a one time cost. And then knowing how yeah. much water I use, if half of that that increase is taken away, you know I could justify. Need maybe a little bit more water in the summertime, you know, yeah. same price, <laughs> but double the water. And then I can really be green. We, we have a kind of a handshake agreement, me and my wife, that from June to September, the water bill just goes straight to recycling. Like we don't even open it. We don't even look yeah. at it. We don't even talk, we don't even <laughs> it talk about it. It is what it is, babe. It is what it, it is. <laughs> it's direct payment. It's direct payment. Like we don't even yeah. look at it. I was like, I always tell her, I said, I don't complain about the air conditioner. I don't complain about the heater in the wintertime. I said, so summertime with water, we just... Don't even look at it. Just send it straight to recycling. That's our agreement. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you don't see it. Yes, I was telling Bill, Bill earlier that you know, I've just been watering the front, not even touching the back. Like as long as the front looks good, I don't care what the back looks like. You know, nobody can yeah. see it behind the fence anyway. So who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's 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 a lot of people I think that take on that strategy that you know that you like you pick one or the other because. You know, it is kind of hard to maintain it all from a cost perspective, just from a time perspective, everything. Um, especially, I, do you have irrigation run? No, no, not in the front because the um, the way to like my sidewalks are all set up, and you know, to try to get you know uh, pipes and stuff underneath that's going to be a pain in the ass. So it's you know, it can do it better in the back, not the front. So yeah, I could probably do it eventually, but it's just a matter of you know timing and and, and money. In the years past, like my experience, like, you know, I just run sprinklers and for me, like I focus more, you know, like on the, the yard itself where my boulevard strip tends to just get toasted. And mm-hmm. that's probably, that's probably the one area for me I struggle with is, you know, the corners 
and in the boulevard and all that. But this year I'm actually really trying to like set up my sprinklers. So I get my boulevards and I'm trying to just tweak things just a little bit with all my sprinklers. Uh, I've actually found like for me, my system. So I, I, you know, people, I probably the most like questions I get about is when I, when I post a video of those Hunter, you know, the above ground irrigation ones mm-hmm. I run, yeah. I get a ton of questions about those. Like, where'd you buy them? How'd you build them? A lot of that. Um, but I kind of got it figured out where I can run those. And then uh, the Milnor Minimax, which I, I, I'm a huge fan of that little sprinkler. Cause I mean, that little thing can cover like 4,000 square foot mm-hmm. and it's just like, I mean, it's so adjustable. I feel like I'm kind of promoting it right now, but I get paid nothing by Milnor, by the way. <laughs> but like, it's just a really good sprinkler that's super easy to like adjust and dial. And I don't know. I just, I really, really, really like that yeah, sprinkler. And I'm, I'm using that Melnor, the, I guess, what is it, the oscillator one, but you can adjust it the, with the, you know, the front and back or whatever. Um, it's the, the wider one. I don't know which number it is. Um, but I've been using that so I can hit, you know, I've been like just, just, just right where I can hit the parkway. You know, I don't hit the bushes, you know, and then just got to move it twice and I'm done. But I've, yeah. I've been years, I've just with PVC, just from watching YouTube videos, you know, I have um, just different sprinklers that I've made that I know, okay, if I put that on this side, this can get this whole area. I can, you know, I only have to move it twice or I only have to move it once. Um, yep. You know, even with like the rain birds, like, um, I put them out there and that's it. Just set it and forget it and, and you're done. Yeah. But that, that Melnor Minimax is literally like the perfect size for my front yard. Like as, as wide as it fans out. And the one thing I've noticed, like, so and I, I kind of talking a lot tonight, but no, I, it's good, dude. So the one that like in the years past, I've, I've always used timers, you know, mm-hmm. and get the programmable timers and I use quick connects and I never really kind of, put two and two together, which I mean, I knew it, but I just really wasn't like looking at it visually, but like how small it restricts your flow, whether you use like a half inch hose, a five eighths hose, three quarters hose or whatever, but that ultimately reflects on your range of your sprinkler. So like this mm-hmm. Melnor Minimax, it says 4,000. Well, I put it in my backyard, nice big open area and just ran a single hose straight to it. Uh, and it was like, you know, huge span and covering a great distance. But then I, uh, I have a couple of those uh, sprinklers. Then I put it on one of those like uh, expandable hoses. It's only like a half inch or whatever. And like the range was significantly less. So then I was like looking at it and I, I hooked it up through my quick connects and it was even worse. You know what I mean? Cause you're getting that, you're just restricting that flow so much and so much. So it was, it was, it was almost like, I, I kind of wanted to like somehow capture that. It was like, look at this, like you can cover this much with this. And then the faint, like the size of the coverage was just, it was wild. I, like I said, I've, I've always just done it and never, and just kind of adjusted, you know, where my sprinklers are laying and all that. Um, but then when I hooked up different hoses straight to the spigot, it was like, holy cow, like the coverage, I almost had to dial them back a little bit uh, just because they had so much more coverage. You know what I mean? But well, yeah, I, I have my- one that I, I built, it's a rain, it's like, just like a rain bird, you know, cheap from uh, Home Depot. And I put it on, you know, PVC frame, and I think I can do my whole front yard with one one sweep with it, and it's, you know, just get it dialed in, and you're done. You know, yeah. Okay, sit it out there, and just and get it's like you said, it's the size of the hose, and I got really good because that's like right next to where the water meter is, so that's the most pressure, and you know, on city water too. Yeah, I said guys will tell you, oh, best water like five in the morning because everybody's sleeping, you know, nobody's using 
you know, I don't usually have that problem. So, you know, I'm, I guess I'm one of the lucky ones. So with that, that, um, Mel, that, that Melnor sprinkler you're talking about, yep. how wide and how far does it shoot? Do you know? Like, I don't know what that has to do with your pressure, but I mean, um, yeah. so they, they say 4,000 feet is like the, you know, if you have it set to the widest and then, the, you know, the furthest or whatever, it makes a 4,000 foot rectangle. I, I never get, you know, my, my entire front yard is about 4,000. There's, and that thing does not, you know, I need four of them out there to cover that whole space. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, I don't know, 1,500 square feet for me, but I, I think I've always had water pressure issues. Uh, you know, I had the same issue at my old place, but it was a much smaller yard, so it didn't really matter. I had two set up in the front and then one on the side and then two in the back. Um, but still, I was using five of those guys to hit up like, you know, I think it was, I don't even remember the square footage of my first place, but not nearly as much as I have now. And I still had four or five out there covering the whole area. Part of it was because of the shape. You know, you have to make it narrow between me and the neighbor's house, whatever, yep. but then wide in the main main lawn area. Um, I love them, but... Now the yard's bigger. I use their little timer that's got the four ports uh, that you can kind of program your schedule. I've used that for years. That one works great. Uh, I got their new Bluetooth or, yeah, I think it's Bluetooth one uh, where you can do it from, from your couch or whatever. You, you can't, you know, you can't do it from work, but you can do it from your, inside your house. Um, so I got four, you know, four outlets. So I have to somehow figure out how can I get four sprinklers to cover my entire yard. So I have some of those ones that oscillate, you know, between me and the neighbors because it gets further distance. Yep. But then in the main parts, I have the mini maxes to cover the main kind of rectangular section of the lawn. And, you know, they work great, but I feel like maybe I got a lot of buildup now. So I'm going to dunk them in vinegar and see if I can dissolve some of that shit up and uh, open them up a little bit. Cause I feel like maybe their, their performance isn't where they should be or what I remember them to be. So kind of like, like your shower head, you got to like clean. Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, we have hard water out here too. Do they, so have, the screen, no. do they have the screens in there? The, like, the, they, they do. Yeah. The and I've debated taking yeah. those out. Sometimes you just rip them out. That's what I do. Just rip the thing. Yeah, because yeah, I block some of that flow too. So, yeah. You know, back, yeah. Back to your question, Zach. I I legit think that the four thousand is is close. Um, I would say between three and four thousand is very accurate. Um, like I said, in my backyard, my full backyard, I can run two, uh, and it'll cover the whole thing. My whole okay, backyard, nice. just, just running two. Because I have I have a Melnor one that's like you know one of those fans like this yep. and it covers That's a lot true. but why i asked i'm yeah, thinking about 500 or something yeah i'm thinking about doing something so like i can't hit everywhere in my lawn like if i even wanted to irrigate like it'd be impossible yeah. so what i thought about doing is is like just off my back porch just like in one straight line all the way out to my shed just doing like i probably have to move it four times to just cover one like wide path and so i just have like one big stripe i'm irrigating there you so go. it'd be like you know, and then like just see what happens. Like if I just keep, like, if I just keep the middle irrigated, um, and then like you know the sides and the edges won't get any irrigation, and then like at least I can keep some of it green, and then it'd be, it'd be kind of cool to see what happens. But yeah, I thought I about those other areas are a little tall too. Bill, my did you ever did like like Oli did the other day with his wobble heads? He's got the PVC along the side of the driveway, and he's got two or three heads. You know, yeah. alongside the driveway, he gets his whole, you know, can get the whole front yard with that. And Yeah, I'm just saying, like, keep it, like, I would just try to keep that irrigated all year. Like, I was thinking about it, but it would still be a lot of water. But if I just did just the middle. And Bill, sure. Bill, did you ever daisy chain the Melnors together? I tried it, and I just don't have the pressure. They're they're I, kind of, you know, like droopy, like impotent. Yeah, so they, they so do I, I can only do it one at a time. 
I've, I've ran two before and they do lose uh, your range quite a bit. Yeah. But here's what's interesting. So the other, the other day I was, I had my, my chain of three of the um, hunters. I had mm-hmm. that set up off my spigot. I used to have like a, a dual split off my spigot and I had my Melnor in the front yard. And I was like, oh, I'm just curious to see. So I opened them both up and it, like they ran together. And actually surprisingly, like it, it could supply it all. And like, it, you could tell the Melnor dropped a little bit of range. But actually, I was surprised it covered that much. Just you know, I mean, with both all those yeah. heads going and all that stuff. I like the idea of daisy chaining those hunters because if I have enough pressure to do that, kind of like how you've got it, maybe where you can run three or I don't, I run how three. many you run three. three. Okay, I so, tried yeah. four. Four There's dramatically changes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if I can run three, <laughs> then I can. Oh, oh, that's the one that walks me. along the uh, the hose. The that hose. thing is cool looking. And it aerates at the same time. It looks like. Yeah, get that thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Dude, yeah, what is this? I've seen videos what? of those, yeah. If it works, that's pretty sweet. It kind of just... follows the hose along. Yeah. How does it follow? Uh, something huh. underneath, maybe. It grips it somehow. Yeah, I think it uses the water pressure to spin the, the wheels. The wheels and then, yeah, it spins the top yeah. of the wheels or something. There's a little no, no batteries needed, just... I feel like they've been making those for like 50 years. Yeah. 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 How how well do they work though? You know I mean? It looks like it's like zigzagging all around the yard, but depending on the size of your hose, you're using probably too, the weight of it, you know, is it going to pull the hose? Yeah. I guess it'd be kind of fun to see that though. I've always seen those things at like Menards for like $5 on clearance, not (laughs) not no $150. Yeah. (laughs) So it sounds like irrigation is kind of a given for most of us. Like, I don't know if anybody in the chat, you know, foregoes irrigation all natural during the summertime. But if I did that, I would be completely dormant and a lot of burnt off areas. Uh, you know, so so water is a given. But beyond water, what are some of the things you guys are doing to kind of help prepare you your lawn for summer? Yeah, you want to start with high to cut, like we were talking. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, who? I mean, I I I just raised my mower. Um, I don't, I just go like one notch higher uh, yeah. in the summer and, uh, you know, that's, that's all I do. I've, I've historically in the spring and the fall, I try to try to keep it mowed like with D and D on my time master. Um, that's kind of where I like, I like the height of that. Yeah, it looks like good. That. I like, it looks good there. Um, but yeah, then I hit, I hit about beginning of June and I'll raise it to C and C and then, but funny part is, is like, I was like, I was mowing, I was mowing. I'm like, dang, like, I feel like I'm going too low. And I, I didn't even realize it. So around, like when I cut my, in my back, I have those like whiskey barrels with the flowers in them and all that. Well, I turn right by it. Well, in my, my uh, height adjustment on the side of my mower, I rubbed up on it and oh, it moved it. Uh, it moved it. And I kept, and I didn't even realize it. And I just kept mowing. I mowed my whole yard. And I'm like, dang, like that's short, you know. <laughs> and, and like, and so then, like, I didn't even realize it. So then, the next mow, I was like getting ready to mow, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna raise it up. And I'm like, dang it, like, wait a minute, th- that's what it was. Like, I cut a whole notch lower than I wanted to. Ah, uh, and I was like, that's I mean, right, because the time master has uh, both sides go up and down, right? It's the front and the back. So you, so when you hit front one, and the back on yeah, one side, okay, because uh, yeah, on the, on mine, each one's independently up or down so it would have yeah. just looked like looked weird i guess i would have yeah, felt the I, wobble maybe but it was just the back so i was running yeah it yeah. like a, a pitch but sure. you know, I mean, whatever the lowest one is gonna hit it but like yeah and I, I mean i'm mowing i'm like dang like 
like I'm cutting off a lot of color here. You know, <laughs> I, I just didn't really put two and two together until I got done. And then, yeah. So, but that can happen. Definitely can happen. So yeah, now, now I'm back up to where I want to be. And, but now, now I get like, like my lawn's growing like crazy still. I mean, I'm cutting, I could probably cut three times a week. And really? like, wow. Oh yeah. Like I mowed, I mowed sa- Saturday. I mowed Saturday. I actually striped. If anyone saw my story, I literally striped my, striped the hill vertically um i did that and it's a heck of a workout but then like tonight i got home (laughs) i I got home tonight i looked outside i'm like i really need to mow right now so i mean i can mow every three days i bet you i'm growing an inch in three days wow so yeah it's 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 growing pretty crazy right now so are you so mine's not growing like that um just because i'm not watering or have rain but if I was you, I would be mowing three times a week, but yeah. I'm trying to mow like the least amount of possible right now to, you know, really not stress it out or yeah. Like you said, I get that Brown. Like, it's funny. You were like, Oh yeah. You know, like you kind of get, if you go a little lower, you get a little Brown hinge. I mm-hmm. think it's funny that this is a dis on warm season here guys, but you guys scalp it. Oh, it's a how to cut reset, how to <laughs> cut reset, you know, whatever. <laughs> And we're like, we're and we're fucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, what are your guys' temperatures like out there? Like, what are you guys getting as far as like air temps and stuff? Because here we we're, like, we're, we're cold. High eighties, low nineties. We're like eighty nine, ninety all week. No yeah. rain. Yeah, that's where we've been. Yeah, we've I've only been trying. Like, kids are in the pool and they're freezing. They're like, you know, we gotta get out. We're freezing. Well, why are you in the pool? It's like seventy degrees outside. The water, yeah. Setting, you know, <laughs> yeah. Kids, you know, it's like I go in, I'm like, I'm getting out. I sat at my daughter's softball game yesterday for like two and a half hours, it was 90 degrees, and it was like, holy cow, just sitting there. It was hot, it's been warm. So, so. when we did finally get some rain uh, a couple weeks back, I think it's been maybe two weeks ago because we've, we've gotten two rounds of some heavy rain, and it wasn't Father's Day, it was whatever we had before that. I did bust out my aerator and I was able to pull some plugs in some of those areas that were a little dry. So I, I did that. I think it worked pretty well. And looking back now, I, the, the plugs, I just left them there and they're starting to kind of break up and, and you know, get back into the lawn. So hopefully uh, that'll help uh, going forward into summer. But after the rain that we got on Father's Day, it looks really nice in the morning, but then you get home from work in the afternoon and it's kind of, you know, it's, it's shriveled back up a little bit. It's not quite as a full uh, as it is in the morning. So we're definitely kind of doing that back and forth with the heat. Um, and I'd like to get my, I, I need to get my sprinklers all set up so I can start getting some good timers and just making it easier myself. Cause right now mm-hmm. I'm just moving them around manually and that's annoying. So, but I want to kind of make a little, you know, make a little video talking about it and showing everybody kind of what I use. Um, so you have so, to find time to do all that. So in regards to like watering and all that, I mean, you know, we can kind of hit the basics of, you know, you should always water in the morning when it's cooler, mm-hmm. yeah. cooler before the sun comes up, you know, the ground's going to be able to absorb it all before it evaporates off. Um, and I, I think everyone kind of knows that golden rule, but you know, the other thing that it's not talked about a lot and, you know, maybe yeah. frowned frowned upon, but like when it's, when it's like low nineties and like maybe that way for three or four days, like I'll, I'll fire up the sprinklers at like two o'clock in the afternoon, just run them for like 15 minutes, just almost to like kind of knock that initial heat cool off the ground, yeah. cool everything off a little bit. Um, I don't do it for, you know, the hour to, you know, get your soak and all that stuff. I just kind of do it more just to, but like to you, to your point, Bill, yeah, like you mow and it looks good in the morning or it looks good in the evening, but you know, two o'clock in the afternoon, it looks like it's just got beat down pretty hard. Yeah. 
Yeah. Does anyone yeah, else do that? Well, yeah, do I'll get, do that once in a while. Um, and I've been using uh, now. I've been using the Easy Flow and stuff since I got that. You know, using instead of putting down granular, you know, doing the humic and stuff, just mixing it in that thing and just go. Okay, you know, loosen up because I had problem with some of my soil being, uh, you know, compacted. You know, mm-hmm. I talked to Simple One and they were like, you know, check it with the screwdriver, and I did. And I mean, I put stuff down and you know. I used Hydrotain last year, and uh, I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of it because it's kind of like a waste of money. You put all this down. Oh, yeah, drought control. You watered, you watered, and we went through that dry spell, and it crushed the lawn. Hmm. So I've just been yeah, using so- you know, Dawn soap or, or baby you know, baby shampoo to just try to soften it up. And, you know, they sent me some soil loosener. So I've been putting that down, and, and we'll go from there. Yep. Nate, is it? Do you get a lot of wind? Wind? Um. Yes and no. I mean, where, where I live is kind of more like the houses, the lots are bigger and it's not like in a, uh, I guess you call it neighborhood per se. So, but I have the hill behind me. Um, but I, I tend to get like a, between the house and the hill, I tend to get like a stream that runs through there. But for the most part, yeah, I would say it's probably windy, but that's another advantage in my opinion to watering in the morning because you're, you're not fighting the wind and, that's what I was mentioning. Cause like, yeah. you run at like at two, three, like that's, I'm windy all day, even in the morning sometimes. And mm. then like, and yeah, I obviously know you're not supposed to water at night, but sometimes I've considered it just because <laughs> there's no wind and I can actually get effective sprinkler. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, um, and if it's my only way, I don't know what's worse. And, but, but like, I, you know, I always laugh about, you know, you guys say, oh, don't water at night. What happens if it rains at night, though? Right. That's exactly it what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, I would say the same thing. It's like, oh, don't water at night. Well, why not? If it rains at night, it rains. Like, you can't. I think it's those guys that so, water like every yeah. day at night or, you know, too Maybe, much, too yeah. many times a week. Is that, you know, because because you could, I mean, if it's raining wet all the time, you could get some fungus, especially if it gets warm and you know, warmer during the day and, and all that moisture at night you you could but yeah i mean one off here or there or doing it in the maybe around sunset you know yeah it's like a light rain i guess it's it's i wouldn't it's, be too worried about it you get into probability and percentage right, you know sure. yeah. you have a higher yeah. you have a higher risk it's not necessarily saying yeah. you will but you have a higher right. probability of getting disease if you water it in the evening um, yeah like when I lived if you're in, dry overnight, you're probably less less at risk too than if you're humid. So that makes a difference. Guys like Brian, I think, and, and yeah. Justin, they might be able to water at night. They do. Maybe, they maybe better for them at night. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it depends my, for sure. In my previous house and like before I really got into lawn care and kind of started knowing a lot more, I worked I worked night shift. And so I'd get home at like 2 a.m. And at that, I was awake a lot of times. So like yeah. I'd go out, I'd fire up the sprinklers and like uh, even a buddy from work would come over and we might sit in the garage or in the driveway well, I'm just watering the lawn until, you know, like 3.30 in the morning or whatever. I'd turn them off and go and go to bed. Nice. I did it all the time. Now that I look back on that lawn, you know, I thought I had this great lawn. I, I look back at pictures. I'm like, man, it really wasn't that nice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we all start out. You know what I mean? But, it's good. It's learning. But, yeah. But, yeah, I agree it's not good. I'm just saying, like, I take wind. I don't even do that. I'm just kind of playing devil. But, I mean – I have to factor that in if it's windy, like most days it's windy. So if I'm going to fire up my sprinkler, I know it's going to blow all over hell and I'm not even going to get, yeah. you know, so. Yeah. Well, you got to play, you got to play the wind game. Like, so like normally if there's no wind, it's dead. I can set up my sprinkler right in the middle of the yard. And it's like, like I said, it's perfect. But like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I literally like, I had it almost like three quarters away towards my driveway because the wind was blowing. Hmm. And when it went over, the wind was blowing so much that it was barely even getting to my driveway. 
you know, then when it would go back, it'd take it all the way over towards like the lot line. So yeah, and those hunters are supposed to like do something with wind. I think the hunters, the way they, yeah. So the hunters on those MP rotators, you can kind of control the pitch and like, I have a couple of them that are set up that almost, they, they throw pretty vertical, but they get a good range on them when I do that. Um, I don't really adjust them. What I'll actually do is I'll kind of cheat it where if, if it's windy, I'll tend to like literally put the stake in at an angle. So it's like, so it's kind of, so like, you know, it's going more down than as it throws, it just doesn't throw as far. Um, but yeah, like I'll literally set my sprinklers up like to play the wind. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's like to have the wind at your back and that way sure. you can throw it a lot range. Well, but yeah, I'm always, and that's why, like I said, going back to like the adjustability of that Melnor, that's why it's so nice. Cause you can adjust the back and forth, the width, everything on it. And it's just, it's very, very easy to set up. Yeah. But so beyond just watering, which is something that you, I think you have to keep up on if you want to, if you want to try to stay green and look, look good throughout summer, especially where I'm at and the lawn that I have, um, I'm trying this year. I tried a couple of surfactants, like, like you were saying, Ron, um, I did the, um, Petra tools, liquid aerator, whatever. It's like a, mm-hmm. like a some kind of a, I think it's ammonia, laurel sulfate, um, just, just a soap. And it has like a defomer in there. So I did that. And then I, I didn't really water after it. We didn't get any rain. So I don't know if like it even really worked or had an opportunity work, to work, work, you know? So then recently, I think you're, you're supposed to water that stuff in pretty heavily if I remember right. Right. And I, and I thought, okay, we're going to get a rain and it never came. Yeah. So bah, eventually we got something, but it wasn't like, I, I don't think it was what it, it, it was an ideal situation. I should have watered it in if I really wanted it to work, but I did the hydrotain and I think that timed that up really well. So, or not the hydrotain, the, um, the hydro charge from, from Anderson's that new one, that's got like a surfactant, I guess, somehow attached to the granules of some, some fertilizer, like a little bit, uh, sprayed on. Yeah. And that one I did water in and then we finally got a good rain after. So I think like pre-watering kind of got it ready and then it really soaked in with the rain. So I think that actually worked out really well. And the lawn has kind of bounced back a little bit, um, and we're doing okay, but I need to maintain with, with getting, getting the irrigation going. Ultimately, I'd like to irrigate real heavy or or, uh, aerate really heavy in the fall. Um, I think there's only so much you can do with surfactants and, and these things, uh, they're going to have, you know, around the margins kind of impact, but ultimately if you have compacted soil, I think aeration will be the biggest thing, but I don't want to do it now. You know, it's, it's well, way too dry. It wouldn't really work. And we're getting right into summer. It would be too stressful. I think. We, I got a lot of clay here. So, you know, you're dealing with that and that when that compacts, forget it. Like my backyard, um, when I first moved in, you know, compacted, you go start reading about it. Okay. Gypsum, you know, go buy gypsum. Then you read about gypsum and says, Oh yeah, it could take 10 years for the gypsum to break down or something. Like by the <laughs> yeah. time it, I'm like, yeah, cause you got to put it down like every, you know, every year and, and, and just hope that, you know, once it finally starts breaking down, that it, it just keeps going. At least it's cheap. Like, you know, it's not expensive. Right, right. That's, that's a, that's like the one saving grace. Those things are pretty cheap because i remember the first time i rented the air decor aerator and i'm in the back and i didn't water it beforehand you know and i'm back there and the damn thing is just bouncing you know i'm like i get nothing out nothing out of this and screw it (laughs) my front again because i watered that thing i'm pulling out three inch four inch plugs you know it's like and i was like whatever forget it now now i know i'm like all right soak the shit out of it back there and then i'll go back there and tear it up and yeah, definitely yeah, that's a big thing. Aerating after a heavy rain, or if it's like if you're planning to aerate on a certain day and it hasn't rained, 
you definitely should water to take yeah. full advantage of that core because it's the difference between yeah pulling a quarter of an inch or a full inch or something like that right right yep. so but yep speaking of aerating and um this is part of my thing i'm I'm thinking, okay, do I just not water it and do I just let it go dormant? And I'm starting already thinking about my fall plans and I just like really go hard in the fall and maybe just let it go through. Like at this point, I don't know if it's worth trying to like, like my lawn's not looking like that, that bad, but it's not looking like I normally keep it. So, and I so have if, if that's your plan, what would you, what would you do in the fall? Would you get like a different kind of seed blend and overseed real heavy or, or what Probably, would you? Yeah. I skipped last year overseeding actually on my front. Uh, yeah. I remember. My, yeah. Completely. So. I was thinking maybe I just like do both hardcore and I don't know. Yeah. I'm, cur- I'm curious, like what percentage of, so like if you let your lawn go dormant, what percentage like fully recovers versus like doesn't. So like, you know, like in your case, let's say you let it go fully dormant. Do you have to overseed? Like, do you think you'll be okay or is it going to thin it out? Or, I mean, I'm just curious, like if there's any statistics on that. I feel like from, from past experience, you know, anecdotal, obviously, but in my experience, when it does that, you know, you're going to have areas that die off. Like I I certainly did, especially, uh, the spots that were like, not the fescue, the fescue pad, you'd see these patches of like fescue and then the finer grasses would die off or turn, you know, and that's kind of what's going on right now is those areas that where you could tell the fescue looks pretty good, but those areas that have the thinner grass blades are kind of struggling and, and they may recover or not i'm hoping they recover but if i didn't do anything i think those would probably die off and then i'd just you know crazy overseed in the fall with more fescue which is kind of what i want to do anyway i, I want to do all fescue this fall and see if i can get that real thick um, and then maybe incorporate more of the rye or the bluegrass going forward but i have that exact same thing where there's some you know i have some finer blades and i almost feel like some of the spots that are going dormant or possibly die back are like my thicker spots where like mm. i can afford to have a little bit of a die so oh, i was gonna yeah, okay. it might even help a little bit like yeah possibly um, sure because i do have some like two thick spots like it doesn't even look good it's so thick yeah like which i don't know how that happened but just close inspection close. my lawn is is looks is all different you know what i mean like there's there's mm-hmm. different shades of green and i'm even colorblind and i can still kind of see the different shades of green throughout the lawn and patches of like you know there's a lot of you know fat blades over here there's a lot of thin blades over here which is kind of why i like to do it just a real heavy fescue overseed and get some of those well, I, more uniform did you use the black beauty or no i did the black beauty but i feel like i was too late and we got cold too quick last yeah. year so because i've noticed i've heavier. noticed that with with the black beauty i guess because there's like perennial rye in there there's different that my mm-hmm. lawn does the same thing like i'll get different things that i'm like oh shit that's poa and it's not it's like some you know rye grass or something that's growing mm-hmm. and then it eventually it all dies off and blends in and i actually i won that one um from lawn and pest they had a, a giveaway and i won a 45 pound bag of their uh um what is it their Seed, um, so you always yeah. So, I, I threw some of that down, but it's hard because you got so many different types of grass in there. I don't know which which one's which, what came up, what didn't come well, yeah. up. But I'm like, well, so in the fall, I'm just gonna do that, I'm just gonna core aerate it and just throw that down again, and you know, see that that will come up and, and we'll go from there. But the problem I feel is, like I had having a, big a mixture tree of in the front, and when good. I cut it down. Uh, you know, I had a big you know, shady area in the front and, you know, that's, I noticed like a lot of spots where I have shade, you know, the grass is beautiful. It's green, you know, in the back, especially mm-hmm. in the backyard. 
and then the front side like, just okay, getting that's, cooked. That died yeah. off. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so you should you I, should check your soil with that the last two years. You should check your soil temps in the shaded area versus the open area and see yeah. see just. Just see what the difference is. I bet you your differences. Yeah. I bet you're I bet you're darn near ten degrees. It, I mean, ten, probably, probably not yeah. five to five to ten degrees. I bet difference. So I mean, that kind of like tells you, you know, like these ninety degree days versus the eighty degree days, that effect that it has on your lawn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so. I had a spot in the front by, by the sidewalk, and I'm like, it died off, and I don't know what the hell. I'm like, what? You know, never had it happen before. And it turns out there's some kind of concrete or something underneath there. I don't know where it came from. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like Jesus so, Christ. So I, I just wound up getting a bag of this Scott soil, you know, with the fertilizer, and just dumped it on the top. Just, all right, threw some more seed in there. So I said, at least that's free. You know, if it stays, it stays. If not, you know, I'll have to figure out what's underneath there. So one thing I'm noticing. So I, I got the uh, solid tines for the fork aerator from Lansy, mm. and I, I really like them. Like they're really super sharp. But what I've noticed is, and I, I'll just get it out and just, I'll just go around the edge of my property or just kind of mess around for, you know, 20 minutes here and there. But I've noticed I have a ton of rocks like underneath yeah. my soil. Feeling a crunching? Ton. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm. it's like, and a lot of it is oh, like my construction bullshit. Yeah. But sure. like a lot of it is my troubled spots. So like, you know, I'll kind of just, I'll be going around, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, like, I'm just hitting rock, hitting rock, hitting rock. And I'm like, dang, like, you know, like that's why this area price struggles. That's why this area struggles so much is because of that. But, you know, you can't really see what's under your grass. You're not going to dig everything up to get rocks out. But, yeah, I just, I, as I've started playing around with the, those tines, I've noticed I, I hit a ton of rocks. Yeah. But. I need but, to get those. That, sound, that sounds like a, that would be a good option too. And, I, and actually, I like them better than the actual core. I mean, it puts a, a decent, like you know, hole in the ground, but I actually like it better than the core. Cause like when I, when I do the core and I hit the rock, it's just solid. You know, you're, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Whereas those actually, uh, I feel like sometimes it'll hit it. I'll just keep jumping on it and it'll like maybe push it through or break some or something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Smush like, it around. They're, they're not dull yet. <laughs> so I saw some guys in the chat talking about potassium. What's up with that? Potassium. Some O O 25, something like we give, that. Are we giving anything away tonight? Oh, what are we doing tonight? Yeah, we can I do that. I'm asking a question. Honestly. Who makes an 0025 that would be willing to give some away? Yeah, we can do that. Who's going to do the will? Oh, I, shit. Can, I, I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. But <laughs> well, we got two two minutes till game time. Some some music's going to play in about two minutes, so yeah, we may have, to, may have to wait for that. <laughs> well. We could um let's do it and then we could do names and then we could talk about L O T W while we're Lot W. Hear that sound drum song guys? Do you hear that sound? I can hear it. What's that? <laughs> do you hear that music? I hear something weird happening. <laughs> There's only one thing that that means. Alright, so we're gonna do a lot of the week. Keep off the grass lawn week. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute, but first so what? Simple lawn giving away some uh, 0025. What, what is it? 32? 32 ounce hose in sprayer. All right. We're doing one of those guys. How many, how many are we giving away? Two of them. We'll All give right. Away two. So SLS in the chat if you want to be entered in, and Zach will uh, get you in the wheel. While he does that, we here at Keep Off the Grass do a little thing called Lawn of the Week, KOTG Lawn of the Week. If uh, you're on Instagram and you use that hashtag, KOTG Lawn of the Week, you. Uh, 
when you're posting your uh, pictures of your lawn or reels of your lawn. I got you know, you can't just be your dog or something. There's got to be your lawn, your yard, something cool. Uh, don't use it on a story because it'll disappear, but we're all following that hashtag, watching out, looking each week. Uh, and we think that the uh, the best looking lawn, the coolest reel, whatever it may be, is the lawn of the week. Uh, and winners get their choice of a propeat fertilizer, 25 pound bag, whatever you can get on homedepot.com or their fossil product. <laughs> Eternal bragging rights, and uh, Justin will give you an invite to the Lawn of the Week Members Club Discord. Isn't that right? Oh, oh he disappeared. He disappeared. Oh, well. All right, so winner this week. Who do we got this week? This is a, a new guy. It looks like a, a new to the lawn game, or at least new to posting online. Jake Nuzbaum is our I Lawn of the Week. In the chat. Yeah, Jake's in the chat. Hello. There it is. That is not a bush light, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that looks like eggnog. <laughs> Micro brew, as thick. Kind of yeah. want to try it though. Looks good. The stripes in the background are nice. I do. I do like the the stripes in the boulevard. Yep. Uh, like nice I said, touch. I I always go lengthwise on my boulevard just because it's, it's way too much work to do the all those little stripes. But <laughs> you, can, you can tell he kind of carries it through the yard, through the sidewalk, down the boulevard. But. Looks good. It's nice. It looks like he's like a, a corner lot too. So he's kind of got that nice big long stretch yeah. of yard there. That's awesome. Yeah, it looks good. Congrats, brother. Congratulations. Oh, Nate, that looks like the uh, the peach, uh, the bush light peach beer he's drinking there or something. I have not tried that yet, actually. <laughs> a lot of people tell me it's really, really good, but I have not tried it yet. Wait, who was it? Jake. Nesbaum? That's nice. Yeah. My phone went a little crazy for a second. <laughs> Jake, Jake oh, is in the there chat. He there he is. Congrats, brother. Hazy IPA. All Congratulations. Right. Welcome to the club. Be prepared to join <laughs> the KOTG Lawn Discord. Good looking lawn. Good looking yeah, lawn. buddy. I'm going to reach out to you. Get some pics, throw it up on the Keep Off the Grass Instagram page, announce your win for everybody, and then uh, figure out what you want from uh, ProPete, and uh, we'll get that out to you. Brian will like to we'll get a few at a time, and then they'll send out a few folks, a few winners at a time. So yep. we'll be in touch, man. Congrats, brother. That's awesome. And and to Jason Smith, you can drink Bush Light out of anything. <laughs> you can drink out of a wine glass. You can drink it out of anything. It doesn't matter. There's no every single glass that was designed for a specific beer, they all incorporate bush light, so mm. don't even worry about that. Oh, you're just talking glasses then. Yeah, I mean it doesn't matter the shape. I mean it all it all it all tastes the same. I've well, drank out of bush light out of weird places. <laughs> <laughs> a boot, you know a shoe, you... a boot. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Hey, what's up, Aaron? Uh, I heard you guys talking about summer stress. A lot of stress. A lot of stress this summer. Get some real grass. <laughs> this conversation is for grass that's over one inch tall. The grass that's awake for three months out here. Yeah. Uh, good for you guys. Good for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was um, talking about it earlier, how um, you guys can maybe, you know, you, you can be having the excuse that I'm having a high to cut reset, you know, like. I accidentally scalp or cut too low, it's like, <laughs> oh shit, I fucked up. But like, if you go to cut, you, you know, you're lazy a week and you forget, to cut, <laughs> and you go back, you're like, oh, it's just the how to cut reset. You know, it's, not, <laughs> it's just a, 
that's, that's, yeah, that's absolutely true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It grows. It's grass. Um, no, it's, it's been actually a really uh, weird spring intro to summer for us because we've had a lot of rain and it hasn't been sunny and warm. Mm. And so things haven't really kicked into high gear yet. We actually need sun and warm to grow great grass. So what's your excuse? Cause yours looks pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's coming along, but it's not, it's not where it should be. So, um, see, that would be my fear. I mean, you know, we've been hot and dry. So I think like folks that would have like, say a warm season, like a Bermuda out here, you know, there's still such a delay from when that kind of wakes up for the season. Like I'm out there mowing in the beginning of March and I, and I love that time of year. So yeah. as much as I would enjoy having, lawn that would be thriving more right now um you know i love the spring and the fall so as, as much as i would i just don't think it would be uh it wouldn't be enough for me out here wouldn't be I growing am, enough i am seeing a few guys in that st louis area that are playing around with it sure oh yeah i mean so, i think in the summertime it looks good you know especially like you know alongside the road or golf courses whatever places that you know anyway <laughs> Go on, Bill. Go, go on. Well, you know, it's all the places, it's, it's, all the places all the where you don't have to really uh, do much with it. You know, it's just kind of there, you know, like, oh, that's that's easy. Yeah. You get the wheel going here. So. Let's do it, man. Well, back well, back yeah. to before we spin and give that away. Let's let's hit on potassium a little bit and just kind of, you know, why why people tend to use it more this time of the year or, you know, what a zero zero twenty five product with like, what you know. Why do you use it this time of year? Does anyone use it this time of year? Bill, Zach, or I mean, not even not necessarily zero zero twenty five, but a, a higher potassium product. If my soil test needs it, yeah, I mean, not not specifically. No, I haven't done that yet. I, I've kind of done other things this year, but you know, I know that I guess the idea is that that helps what with root health or what have you. So maybe stress. that would help with some stress tolerance during the summertime. Yeah, so. I haven't gone down that route yet, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm open to hear what you guys have done. And if you guys think it's something uh, that's helpful. Yeah. So my, my soil results actually show that I am low in it. Um, so I have no problem putting it down, but I have historically in the past kind of worked that into my June through kind of August game plan where I try and apply it once or twice. Uh, just to help with the stress and to help with, you know, provide it more potassium. So that's, I use it. Nice. Or even like the, the three eighteen eighteen that simple on makes. That's a, that's mm. a product that fits into my soil results. Um, it helps a lot with, you know, this time of year as well. Oh, the old well, whoever wins will have to tell us their thoughts. Maybe they can do it on like half the yard or something, and and see. It's so hard to spin like that. Yeah, what are you spinning for? The uh, what thirty two ounce zero zero twenty five from Simple Lawn Solutions. Mm. Two of them. All right. Let's spin it. Let's do it. Got any tunes for us, Zach? No. Oh. Hey. Steel cut. Steel cut. I know him. 
He's used it before, right? so he knows what it's like. You gonna spin so again? It's been a minute. Zach, you gonna spin it again? Oh, how many are we doing? Two. Like 17. Oh, two. <laughs> well, we'll do two. 25. It's gone, it's gone now. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, well. We're giving one away. We're giving one away this week. We'll do one next week. Who, who's next to Steel Cut? Let's figure that out. Maybe who's next to him? Wait, I, was, I was next to him. No. <laughs> you, you win every giveaway. <laughs> you still got so, left. No, I'm, I'm on a dry streak there for a little while, man. <laughs> what? You haven't won in, what, three weeks? <laughs> no, longer than that. <laughs> hey, Ron, you take any leaves to the uh, the local <laughs> <laughs> lately? <laughs> no, I'm done with the dump, man. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been back. I've been throwing it in my garbage. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta try to somehow trick them. <laughs> uh, I just bag it up. I throw it in the garbage. The robot comes and picks it up, and that's it. Robot, really? Yeah, we the got the ro- they got the robo can. The truck comes with the arm, and they just dump it. And they so they don't even look what you're. Don't, don't care. They nah, don't care they don't, they don't give a shit. You can throw a body or anything, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So what other tricks do you guys have up your sleeves to kind of help us uh, through summer? Is there anybody in the chat that's got something that maybe we yeah, haven't touched like on? Wedding agents, like wedding agents, not like talking about hydrotain or anything like that, mm. or something like a wedding agent. Mm. I love my wedding agents. Mm-hmm. I just you, have agents? you have wedding agents? More? Is that right? <laughs> Plural. Oh yeah. Oh come on. What do you uh, what do you guys I, what do you use? When I'm getting ready for a hot streak, I use uh man, I forget the name of it. It's a local thing I get that at the farmers co op, it's super cheap. And the first time I used that, I, I felt like my grass bounced back in like two days from all the heat stress and stuff because it wasn't getting good. I don't know. It was really hot. So I feel like it works. I water every five days when I use it, so <laughs> instead of every three days without it. So you, you used um, Dawn dish soap before, didn't you? Oh, I used the shit out of Dawn dish soap. <laughs> not not even comparable, is it? Nah, I use Dawn dish soap almost to see if it needs it, and if the grass likes the Dawn, then I'll use the the wedding agents. So. Is I there, thought that's why I used Bush Light to test that. Mm-hmm. Is there two? Is is there like so? A wedding agent, and I'm kind of playing dumb here a little bit, but a wedding agent. Is there types like? Are you guys looking for penetration, or are you looking for holding distribution or holding capacity? Ooh, yeah. Like what? What is, is there two different types or? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I think so. Right. So yeah, you have the ones where you kind of help it disperse into the soil more. Or the ones where it kind of stays in the soil, it kind of retains it longer, so you have more opportunity to utilize what's there. And that's what that hydrocharge has. Those combined, I think it's got two different two different things where one helps it penetrate and one helps it kind of hang out longer. But yeah, I was just I was just thinking like wedding agents. Like, mm-hmm. are they are, are people looking to use it to get water deeper into the soil or hold water? I don't remember which is which. I'm looking for both. I think I think the wedding agent itself. I think that it doesn't that with the soap. Let's just say like the dawn that just breaks the surface tension, you know, mm-hmm. so the water can penetrate. 
you know, where if, it, if it's hard, all it's going to do is just run off, you know, where the soap will actually help the water, I guess, stick, you know, and, and break that layer of crust or whatever you have. You know, same thing kind of like with the gypsum, like that's what they were telling me is like, once you get the gypsum in there, you know, it'll, it'll attach itself to that clay and break it down, you know, to soften it up. I, you know, like you, you were hitting earlier saying gypsum takes 10 years, which I completely agree with, but I will say I've used it, I think three years now. And I feel like it's slowly like making, you know, like, like even my numbers are like slowly reflecting that with my, my mm-hmm. CC and everything. They're slowly moving that way. Um, whether it's, you know, sure it's, it's gradual. It's not all or nothing, but yeah, 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 sure yeah. it's making gradual improvement. Your point. Yeah. It probably is 10 years. But like I said, yeah. I, I've done it. I've done it the last few, and the numbers are moving that direction. Whether it's that or something else, or you know whatever it is, but I feel like I even like you know like when I'm aerating or like I said when I'm out there with that fork, I feel like you know even like you know, feels a little bit different. So oh, there you go, Zach. Did Jason, Jason's got uh, wetting agents. He's saying it breaks down surface tension, and there's surfactants and lubricant. Oh, yeah, but there's there's two different types of surfactants. Oh, okay. Well, school us, yeah. my man. What's what are you thinking? I mean, yeah, they'll, let's talk about they'll it. use what you're talking about, Zach. Is like they'll use a wetting agent for like sheeting action on a green to keep it dry, right? That's that's what you're referring to, not necessarily different types of water holding capacity or penetration. Yeah, I'm just right? curious what people are looking for when they use them. Um, I would say most homeowners are probably looking at reducing watering. Yeah. Right. They're not. And so more efficient. What's it doing? Well, there's uh, the U S anybody that's super interested in it. The USGA actually has a really good article on the different types of chemical technologies for wedding agents. And so you can Google it. Uh, and and it's uh, super super helpful as you pick out whatever product you're going to use. At least you know what it's going to do. Um, so the wedding agent I use is a co-block polymer. Um, for uh, Justin, are you all right? Do you just have a seizure? <laughs> 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 Words are getting a little big for me. But I'm, I'm with it. I'm listening. Um, and it's for water holding capacity, um, but it has some other technologies in that. Um, and, and so anyways, I, it's something that it's not like super, super hard to understand. And I just recommend somebody actually do a little bit of research. It's kind of fun to learn about them. And so, and then how the different technologies have progressed. They started out in like the fifties and over the years they've progressed from a technology side. And so it's really fun to kind of like hydrotain is like a, um, it fits in, in one of the generations. I think it's maybe the seventies. Um, don't quote me on that, but like, it's, it's not invalid technology. It's really older technology, uh, from what I understand now, I'm not a scientist, but, um, I would imagine something like hydrotain is probably within a class or within a category of, of, that and if there are other ones out there you know i'd be curious to see you know uh if there's other ones that are newer or what granted maybe maybe price difference would would make it you know not worth it but i don't know the tough thing for me like people ask me like 
like I've only used hydrotain once. It's like, well, did it work? To me, like all those like soil like looseners, uh, even like soil loosener, like I don't know, like you really can't see anything. You know what I mean? And like, how do you measure it? Like, it's not like you put a fertilizer down, and it greens up, and it's growing where you can kind of see the impact. So I don't, I don't know. It's one of those things where I almost feel like you'd have to have a test. You'd have to only do half your lawn to see if there's a difference. Otherwise, you'll never, you don't, you don't have a control, you know, but, or maybe yeah, your yeah, backyard. Yeah. But you have to treat them the same, same. For, you know, everything else has to be the same, other but than then, the hydrotain. But then, how do you measure? It? You take, you know, a, screw, a screwdriver out there. Do you? Sure, you, know, you could do that. You could do visual appearance. You could do, you know, whatever. I, mean, I don't know. Like so, like I'm like I said, like when I when I go around with that fork aerator, I mean, I'm doing I'm doing the same thing to every part of my lawn, and I have so yeah. much so much variable in that fork aerator. Yeah. So sure. is it is it the products I'm using? Is it maybe I'm not getting coverage, or is it you know what's underneath? Or you know, I mean, like there's so much to take in consideration. Mm-hmm. So even if you did, let's just say I did half my yard, right? And you go back and okay, in this spot I hit it, but a foot to the right, you know, you might be able to get that screwdriver all the way down. And that's like I said, I, I literally like when I put that fork in. There's times where I put it in, it goes like that because the left tine is hitting something, whereas the right tine is not. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess that would yeah that that would assume that your the soil structure of your entire lawn is uniform when it yeah. it isn't yeah. necessarily. So you'd still have differences there. You can't you know unless you're yeah. somebody like. Aaron, maybe who has kind of gone under there and, and worked out his soil, perhaps, or somebody, the turf tamer, maybe. So, one of these guys, soil. Done, I don't know, <laughs> sand, yeah, I mean, sand, I mean. sand, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, I guess if it's all sand, then then he kind of that's probably a much more uniform, and maybe you would see a difference with, with or without hydrotane. Have you ever done that, uh, Aaron? Have you ever kind of played around with your yard and used something on half of it and not on the other half just to kind of see if there's a difference? Yeah, I do test plots. Um, and actually, where uh, Nate, to your point, I have some spots in my backyard that pool water if it rains really hard. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started using a wetting agent. Actually, yeah. I didn't use it across my whole yard mm-hmm. and I could see that those, those spots weren't holding water. You know, mm-hmm. you go out the next morning after a heavy rain and the yeah. water's not there. And so there are some, you know, visual indicators you can tell by runoff from your sprinklers and stuff like that. And so on your lawn you can probably see that like i hate you know like but if you're cutting let's just say like three and a half inches you're probably not going to be able to see runoff very well if like if you got a a quarter of an inch of rain or if you rain your sprinklers for 20 30 minutes you're not going to be able to see that i mean i've never cut hay (laughs) yeah (laughs) but hey so are you so how much of a sand base do you have because this is back to my um original thing like if you know golf courses are all sand based you know, and that's supposed to be the king. Um, and then they're using wedding agents. I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just curious what, you know, they're using, they, they should have a nice drainage with the sand cap. Um, and then if, if they're, what, what are they using the wedding agents for? So, yeah. Uh, well, that's, like I said, that was on my backyard. My backyard probably mm, only has um maybe five tons of sand per thousand. So it's not, it may be at best a one inch sand base on that. I mean, I think that'd be really generous on it. So. Okay. I see. I was thinking you had like a four inch one or something. Oh, my front, my front is different. Um, It's got, um, I think 28 tons on it. So, 
I'm, I'm going to try the, uh, the Crunch Enhancer from Chrome Griswold, the lucrative uh, zero varnish. See if I can uh, break up the soil with that. What is that? That's the uh, Christmas vacation when he's uh, making the crunch enhancer, you know, where the uh, stuff doesn't stick to the cornflake, the milk won't penetrate the, uh, <laughs> the cornflake. <laughs> yeah, we'll try that for the. Uh... No, it's a. I mean, if if you're in a hot, I I don't know what I I've never grown cool season grass, so. Um, yeah, yeah, Aaron, you you've never done what I've done. You had, you had Bermuda. <laughs> oh yeah, I had, I had Bermuda. Oh. Or I had man, I'm gonna clip that right there. <laughs> you still cut yeah, it good. Like half an inch or whatever. Yeah, but he stopped um, doing it because he couldn't get it to work right. So he's, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. I couldn't, couldn't hang. <laughs> couldn't hang, man. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> no, I really practically, I was, um, I was wanting to take the front lower. And on the freaking greens master, adjusting the height of cut on it, mm. just a pain. And so I was like, I'm over this. We're yeah. doing it. I get that. Yeah. So it's yeah. gone. When I've used the uh, wedding agents, you know, I, I'd notice a difference immediately with how far I can get a screwdriver in, you know, after a couple of days. And I've just, the length between watering, you know, I can see the color change when it starts to dry up. So yeah. I've always been interested in saving water. So watering every day, like my neighbors doesn't work for me. I want to push it as far as I can. So in August, I like to be four or five days and that, that wedding agent is what I got to use to get there. So, so how often should you apply it? You know what I mean? Like what, how long does it kind of have its effect? Is it like a one and done type of deal or how, does it retain in the soil for maybe a week or two, a couple of weeks? I like want to say it, what the, do you think? The, the product I'm using, I think it calls for every three weeks to put down. Okay. Um, I've used some other products from some more Instagram known brands that <laughs> are every two weeks and don't seem to work as well. Okay. Fair enough. And cost a little more, honestly. So this, this local stuff's like, Man, my application, I I could get my whole front yard for about nice. 15 bucks three times. So I got all summer long. That's awesome. And then the other stuff's like 60 bucks for a couple bottles to do it. So mm. what's okay. the main ingredient like it, in that one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you should bag, bag some of that up and bring it to GIE and sell it. There you, you go. Let me go grab it. <laughs> Sure, why not? Go grab it. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah, man. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I just realized he's in his camper. So, Zach, you put down oh, that hydro charge. How, have you noticed a difference in the lawn? Has it bounced back a little bit since? It's hard to tell. Um, but it was that was I put down a half pound of 1608 in the spring, mm -hmm. and then my only other app in my backyard was that. Okay. So it's it's hard to tell because um, I've had like no rain yeah hot, and so yeah it's hard to tell but i mean it um yeah it's hard to tell aaron probably missed the part earlier in the show and zach was talking about maybe letting his backyard go dormant yeah you, you got to get it ready for that bermuda man <laughs> um you know you've been talking about it for a while it's ready to you know it is funny i see i would have been one of the first 
but I you see a lot have. of people are doing it now. But when I think I talked to, to you about that, like the first time we were ever on Zoom and you were like, oh, man, that'd be cool. And we, I was like getting your opinion on like um, and uh, you had yeah. it all lined up and everything. It's been like you? three years. It's been like two and a half years. I've been talking about it. Ooh, the well, you, you started with like the patch around your. Yeah, the like, putting green for your frisbee golf. I know golf. it's just for, it, for frisbee yeah. golf, right? Yeah. Is I that going to be every year? Something every year, something happened. Like one year, I, it's been. This is the. It was three years because the first time I had seed. No, two times I had seed and I missed the window, and then I was going to get sod and I never got it. But is that the video of you throwing it like right at the camera? Is that? Oh no, that was just that was just something. That different. was just dormant oh. seeding. That was just dormant seeding. Oh yeah. yeah. But, gotcha. Yeah, I should. But yeah, I, I'm like, dang, man. They, now I see a bunch of people popping up doing something similar, like little plots. And I'm they're, like, they're all running what? Iron cutter? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I was going to get last year, but some things didn't line up. But yeah. uh, we'll see. Now I got to do something <laughs> different. I got to do like, I got to do like St. Aug now. <laughs> oh, no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. What's a. Was yeah, the guy with Kevin or something that ran the uh, that farm in Jersey here that was on? Oh you know, yeah, we, they're talking about aquatrols in the chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had what? He had Bermuda up here or something, didn't he? In Jersey, he was growing. Yeah, there's a, a guy yeah. running. Well, the Eagles, the Eagles, well, the Eagles field. Yeah, they play in Bermuda. Yeah. Uh, no, was it um, elevated Cam? He just did Bermuda uh, sprigged, uh, and he's up in near you. He sprigged the lawn. With he sprigged his, his father's. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw it. And he's a sharp cat. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, so. that'd, be, that'd be cool to see. Yeah, I'm going to follow it along pretty close. Well, it's that's all um, pretty north. Lawn Radiance in Nebraska, which is basically straight, you know, straight west for me. I think he's in Omaha, but he did. He's doing it, doing the iron cutter. So I mean that's basically the same same I can't, latitude as myself. I can't imagine. I mean I wouldn't I think, think it, it would even it wouldn't even start growing to like June, I wouldn't think. Like maybe late oh. May. Like late May it's probably start growing. But then I mean it'd stay through probably September. After that it'd probably start going. But I don't know. We'll see. Brew some witchy stuff on your own, well, matey. Next week, next week we um, well, we're gonna, we don't know for sure, but <laughs> we're uh, Oli's gonna come on and he's gonna talk about all where he's at right now or where he was, um, with uh, Mountain View Seeds at, um, in Oregon. So, oh yeah. We'll talk about that. He's got a bunch of pictures and videos and stuff we can pull up. And yeah, that'll be sweet. Possibly be cool. NBS coming on too. All right. That'll be cool. All right. That'll be cool. Hell yeah. Thanks, everybody. Justin, did you find it? Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah. Did you find yeah. it? Well, yeah, we got to see his. It just says a proprietary blend mm. of uh, herbs and spices. <laughs> I don't like even it. know what's herbs in there. And spices. Mm-hmm. KFC. I got it from KFC. different herbs, other ingredients, lawn spices, human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I tried. 
Makes sense. Alrighty. They, they should have an SDS, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, I looked Maybe. it up once, like two years ago. I don't remember what it said, though. Well, what's, what's the brand name? Yeah. Calling her night. I love you guys. Yeah, sweet. Good night.